If you've been feeling a little bit down on your luck when it comes to money, then today is your lucky day because I'm gonna show you exactly how to manifest money even when you feel you're broke. So keep watching. Welcome to The Health Burner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Yuri here from Healthpreneur. We help health entrepreneurs grow their businesses online without the grind. And in this video, I'm gonna show you how to change your relationship with money as best I can in the next few minutes. But keep watching right until the end because I've got a special bonus for you called the Law of Money, which you're not gonna wanna miss. So keep watching. And before I dive into the three principles that I want to share with you in this video, it's very, very important to understand that not having the money you want to make or have is a serious problem. I don't want to make light of the situation that making a few thousand dollars is not a big deal. It's a major problem. And you have to get very uncomfortable with that because if you're not uncomfortable with that situation, then it's never going to change. And I'm sharing everything I share with you here because I was in a really bad situation many years ago, and I'll quickly share that with you in a moment. So everything I'm sharing with you is stuff I've actually done in my life. And I've essentially, you know, I went from $55,000 in debt, making less than poverty line income to becoming a decamillionaire by the age of 41. So I'm not just kind of making stuff up here. Like what I'm sharing with you is the process that I've gone through. And it's the same process I've shared with many of my clients. The one thing that I want to help you understand is that being broke is temporary unless you allow it to be your reality. You might not like what you see in your bank. You might not like your situation right now, but that doesn't mean that it has to be your future. And every moment of your day, what you focus on, where you put your energy, that's a decision. That's a choice. And it doesn't have to be mitered in how things are not where you want them to be. It's a very, very important mindset shift you're definitely going to want to consider making because if you don't, no matter what you do tactically, strategically, pragmatically in your business is only going to be very short-lived if you do not fix the higher level energetic vibrational principles that are massively important to bringing more abundance into your life. And then the final thing I'll mention real quick on this is that being broke helps no one, right? You don't help yourself by being broke. You don't help anyone else by being broke. Having money is very important. And if you're not okay with that, then just stop watching this video. I want to help you become massively, massively wealthy because when you have money, you can help yourself. You can help your family. You can help those you serve. There's more good you can do in the world. And money is not evil. It just amplifies who you already are. So if you're a dickhead already, you'll just be more of a dick. If you're a good person, it's going to amplify your goodness in the world. So don't, you know, again, there's all these sorts of stories and beliefs we have around money. We'll do our best to get through some of this stuff in the video, but obviously there's a lot more to this story. So Real quick, as I mentioned, um, I was in a really bad situation in my mid-20s. I was $55,000 in debt, living on poverty line income when I started my business. I couldn't rub two pennies together. At one point in my early 20s, I was living off the money I could fit in a plastic cup. If I could show you a cup, like literally whatever money I could fit in a plastic cup, was what I was living on. I had a very terrible upbringing in terms of knowledge of money and I didn't have a very good relationship with it. So whatever money I made, I just blew. I had no idea of the stuff I'm talking to you about here until my mid twenties when I started to really do the work and learn about this stuff. Um, so if you're in a similar situation where your parents didn't really teach you anything about money or how to you know, have a mindset around abundance as opposed to scarcity, I get it because that's where I was. So you know, $55,000 in debt when I started my business, poverty line income and turning that into uh, becoming 
becoming a decade millionaire by the time I was 41. And, and most importantly is in the service of hundreds of thousands of people in the process. So I, I wanna just clarify one thing. I, I've made a lot of money and you can too, not at the expense of other people, but in the service to them. You should, if you're doing good work in the world, you should make as much money as you possibly can fathom in your mind. Because what that means is it simply means you're adding as much value as you can to the market that you're serving. So if you're not making any money, here's reality check number one. You're not helping enough people. It's really that simple. And if you understand that, then you can start to re-engineer, okay, well, how do I help more people? How do I impact their lives more deeply? Because when you do that, you can command more money and just as a law of reciprocity, more will come to you for helping more people in the process. I had no trust fund, I had no special skills, I had no special genetic powers. These are all things that I learned over time. And the real big epiphany that I wanna share with you here is that wealth is learned, it is not earned. And anyone can learn this. However, you have to want it. Okay. So let's talk about the three laws, three of many laws around money. But law number one is the law of attraction. If you're here, you're talking about manifesting money and abundance. You've probably heard of the law of attraction. And the law of attraction is simple. It's essentially saying that which is like and draws it, draws to it itself, right? So basically what I'm saying here is whatever you think about or whatever you are, you attract more of that to you. We've all heard of the law of attraction. You know, I think my first introduction formally to it was the movie The Secret, which I thought was a really amazing description of it in layman's terms at the time. And only, you know, since then, I've just kind of gone down the rabbit hole over, over the years to really better understand it and more importantly, apply it into my life. So essentially, the law of attraction says you attract what you focus on. And I want to illustrate how powerful this is with the story of a good friend of mine who will remain anonymous for privacy reasons. Good friend of mine, very successful in business. And oddly enough, he attracts some really dramatic situations in his life. So he was building a new house and the developer, you know, just basically ran with his money. Uh, we reconnected uh, just sort of resume a little while ago to just kind of catch up. And he had mentioned that he had bought a new car, which is about $800,000. And within three days of purchase, someone re-rented him. And it's, you know, every time we catch up, it's like one thing after another. And it's not in a good way. Like there's obviously good in his life, but there's a lot of interesting, weird events that happen. And again, I can't, you know, get into his head and obviously he's well put together, but these things don't happen by coincidence. And I really, really want you to remember that everything that happens to you is happening because of you and it's happening for you. So many years ago, I was sideswiped by, ironically, a lady who was frantically trying to find a parking spot on her way to yoga. <laughs> if you go figure that. And it wasn't my fault. I was just driving home and I got sideswiped. However, it was my fault. Because if we really take 100% ownership in our life, I could have driven slower, I could have driven faster, I could have left earlier, I could have left later. There's all sorts of things. And you might say, well, okay, Yuri, that's a little bit excessive. Like, you know, would you be at fault for everything in your life? And I think the answer is yes. Because when you understand that life, you know, whatever exists in your life is the effect of you being the cause, it gives you a sense of power. It, it helps you understand that you create everything in your life and it all begins with your thoughts. Because your thoughts are essentially the mental representation of what you focus on. So if you're focused on the fact that you don't have enough money, what are you attracting? You're attracting more situations that are going to show you that you don't have money because you're always in a position of lack. You're always in a position of scarcity. And most importantly, you're in an energy of I do not have this. So that which is like you is drawn to you. So if you are in an energy of lack and scarcity and not enough, you can only attract more of that into your life. And this is the tricky part about manifesting money is that you have to 
focus on what it is you want, even in the absence of what it is you want. And that takes a very, I'm not gonna say a long time, but it takes a diligent, relentless, persistent focus on consistently reprogramming, being aware, catching your thoughts, and changing as quickly as possible. No one's holding a gun to your head saying you have to focus on the shit. If you were to be a miner, you go into the mining tunnels, you have this miner's cap on, and you're gonna look at something. You're gonna be focusing on the dirt or you're gonna be focusing on the gold. And it's always a choice because in your life, there is always both. And it's what you choose to focus on. If you watch the news every single day, guess what you're bringing into your life? More negativity, end of the world. I don't understand how people can operate and function and wake up in the morning with that type of input. You have to protect your inputs because if you think the world is coming to an end, right? And everything is bad and people are bad, well, that's your point of focus and more of that stuff will come into your life. The law of attraction, again, I think most of us understand it. It's a very simple, you get what you focus on, right? So focus on good stuff. Second law that I really wanna hit home here is the law of capacity. And what the law of capacity means is that you get at any given moment what you're capable of handling. So my little guy just walked in. Uh, He's three and a half years old. And here's a simple example. This morning, yesterday, he gets a bowl of cereal and he doesn't finish any of it. He has a couple spoonfuls, leaves it on the counter, and then he's asking for more food. Now, I don't give him anything, right? And I don't think the universe operates in the same way because you get at any given moment what you can handle. So if he can't handle a bowl of cereal, why would he get any more? So what does this mean to you? Well, it means to you that if you do not have the amount of money you want, then you have to become more of who you already are. You know, if you consider the human being, I heard this from T. Harv Eker many years ago. You know, he said something along the lines of like, if, if human beings were oak trees, we would be 10 foot oak trees. What he means by that is like, oak trees grow to like 30, 40 feet. He's essentially saying humans are very similar. We have the opportunity and the ability innately to do very, very big things, but we play so small. And so what I mean by increasing your capacity to receive more is you have to constantly work on yourself to be worthy of more. You have to work on your self-worth. You have to kind of pull out some of those weeds some of that conditioning from when you were young about you know not being good enough or money comes hard or whatever it is and you have to do the work on a daily basis to really reprogram yourself from a mindset perspective right and that 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 takes work and it takes obviously the right tools to help you with that the second thing obviously in terms of becoming more valuable in terms of your capacity is improving your skill set so if you're an entrepreneur the number one skill set you can build is the ability to sell Because if you can build that skill set, you now have the capacity to earn more money because you can sell whatever it is you're selling, whether it's an idea, product, service, et cetera. If you don't have that skill set, you are less valuable to the marketplace in terms of you exchanging value and thus making money. So that's a very tangible example of how you can become better to make more money. Third thing is obviously learning about money in general, like having financial acumen, becoming financially literate. So you understand how to manage your money. Like why would you outsource your money to a money manager who doesn't give a shit about your money? They're making a commission, some ridiculous management expense ratio if you're giving the money to invest in the stock market. You're going to invest in companies you don't even know with a fund manager who doesn't give a crap about your money. It's ridiculous. I would strongly recommend taking full ownership of your money. Even if that's your side hustle, it's a very good side hustle to have. I manage all of my money. I don't have a fund manager. I don't of a money manager. I am my money manager. The way I see this is like most people live their lives delegating their health to their doctor. Is it any reason that two thirds of the population is sick, fat, and pretty much nearly dead? They don't take ownership of their own health. So they delegate to the medical community and expect miracles. And the same thing happens with finances. Most people are in financial shambles because they don't take ownership of their own money. Number one, are not literate about it. They don't understand it. Number two, they outsource it to someone else because they don't understand it. And then they're like, oh, I don't know whatever's going on over there is going 
going on over there. That's unacceptable, right? If you do not have the money you want to have, you have to take ownership of your life. You have to take full control and learn this stuff. Remember, wealth is learned. It is not earned. Anyone can learn this stuff. And we have a new program coming out shortly called The Money Code, which is going to help solve this problem for a lot of entrepreneurs, coaches, and course creators. Because I don't want you to go through what I went through for way too long. So if you can't handle the small, you will not get the big. So don't ask for a million dollars if you can't handle 10, because the universe will only give you at any given moment what you can handle at that time, okay? Third law is the law of expectation, and I think this is probably the most important of them all, is that you don't get what you want in life. You get what you expect. And this is massive, massive, massive in terms of your up here, right? Your mindset. You can say you want a million dollars, but if you don't expect that's going to happen, it's never going to come into your life. And this is the big shift that I've had. Probably the most notable shift I've made in my life is really understanding the difference between saying I want stuff and writing goals down and then getting into the feeling of knowing that it's already here. So for, I'd say the first 10 years of my first business, when I started in 2005 to like 2014, 2015, I had a lot of goals, many of them I didn't achieve. But when I think back to those times, there was a lot of angst and doubt and worry about stuff. And it's like, dude, well, if you ex- if you know stuff is coming and if you expect it to, you shouldn't be feeling that. And if you don't have what you want, either you're not clear about it or you don't really want it, or there's a massive amount of doubt in the way. Doubt is like the brakes on your car. It's going to slow everything down from coming into your life. So you really have to think about, well, if I'm being honest with myself, do I really believe I can receive what it is that I want? If you say yes and you don't have it, then either you just have to give it more time or you're not being honest with yourself. How do you know if you're being honest with yourself? You check in. You check into your gut, your solar plexus. Do you feel those butterflies, that anxiety, does that, that, that worry, that inability to sleep at night? Those are all symptoms of not believing or having expectation that everything's coming to you. So think about it this way. The universe is like a restaurant. If you went to a restaurant and ordered food, are you going to sit at the table worrying that the food's coming? No. You know with 100% certainty the food is coming. You sit back, you relax. It might take a little bit longer than you want, but you know that it's coming. There's not a shadow of doubt in your mind that the food is going to be on the table. The universe is the same way. When you place an order with the universe, it's coming. However, If you, metaphorically speaking, go into the kitchen, check on the chef every five seconds, you start to doubt whether the food is coming, the order you've placed, it's not coming. There's a very repelling energy to that. And this is one of the, the, this is part of the work we all have to do is understanding that everything you can imagine up here has the ability to come into your life. But if you, the human version of you, gets in the way with this doubt and this anxiety and this worry and it's like it's not happening fast enough, all of those are gonna put the brakes on that stuff coming into your life. So how do you build the feeling of expectancy? Because expectancy and kind of knowing, I guess, that they're synonymous, on the other side of the spectrum is doubt. So if you have doubt on one end and you've got knowing or expectancy on the other, you want to be on this side. So how do you move closer to that? Well, first and foremost, expectation comes from a strong desire and belief. If you do not have what it is you say you want, then here's the truth you have to recognize. You don't want it badly enough. It's not a 10 out of 10. And I'm sharing this because I've been in that situation where I look at, I've set a lot of goals and intentions, but many of them I haven't realized. If I'm being honest with myself, they're a seven out of 10. I would not plow through a wall to make them happen. And if you don't have the money you want, here's the reality. It's not that important to you. And if you're like, Yuri, that's not true. I'm calling bullshit. It's not that important enough to you because if it were, you would not be in this situation. Just being real, okay? With that said, well, you can craft, you can ha- you can set a stronger desire. And if you think of the word intention, intention, think about spelling intention differently. In tension. 
Most people set intentions with very little tension. I just wanna make a few thousand dollars to cover the bills. You're done. There's no energy, there's no tension. If you have a small intention, there's very little tension. There's very little energy. If you set a big intention, if I let go of this, it's gonna snap back and hit my finger. That's because the bigger the intention you create or set, the more tension is created between where you are and where you wanna go. And in the universe, everything wants to follow the path of least resistance. So the path of least resistance to resolving this tension is to resolve the tension, is to move in the direction of that goal. Otherwise, there's just too much tension. So you set a big intention, not a small one, and what that does is it creates energy within you that pulls you in that direction. You don't need an alarm clock to get up in the morning. You want to because you have a big intention, a big goal that drives you every single day, that desire. And then the second piece is the belief. So expectation equals desire plus belief big desire and the belief has to match it. You have to set an intention that is big enough that excites you, but achievable enough that you believe you can achieve it. Because if you don't believe you can achieve it, well then you're not gonna achieve it, right? Because you get what you expect, not what you want. So how do you build belief? How do you build this expectation muscle? I'll share my three-step process with you. You write it, you speak it, you see it. Here's what I do. Every single morning, I take out my remarkable notepad. Okay, you can use a journal, whatever you wanna use, I don't care. And you write at least one page of what it is you want, as if you already have it. It's not like I, I can't wait until, no, 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 like I hope, you know, in the future I'd like to have, no, 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 like it's like you're expressing gratitude and excitement for the thing you want as if it's already here. In a previous video, I've shared how I've manifested homes, my McLarens with this exact same process. Really quickly, if you haven't seen those, my McLaren 570S, I started writing down exactly, I knew exactly what car I wanted. I took pictures of it. I had it on a vision board. I started writing every single day that that car was in my driveway, what it felt like, everything, the color, the specs, everything. A year and a half after doing that, I just randomly had the idea, let me check online, see if there's any cars for sale, uh, McLarens. And lo and behold, the first search that came up was the exact car, the exact specs, the exact color right there for sale around my area. I told my wife right away. I said, my car is ready. Like I literally said, my car is ready. But that was how much Every single day I was writing about this, every single day with a level of obsession. So I wrote about it, I was speaking it, right? Speaking it into existence, and then I would close my eyes and I would visualize five, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, whatever it is, doesn't matter. But I would visualize as if I was already in the car, driving it, as if it were mine, pulling it to the driveway, putting it in the garage, opening the door, coming in and out of the car. I lived it, I felt it, I was there with the car. The more you do that, the more you groove these neural pathways in your, in your body and energetically, you put yourself into a state of knowing that it's already there. And for me, it definitely helped that I drove the car. So I, I mean, not that exact car, but a different car you know, previously. And I, I knew what it felt like to kind of be in that car and driving and what it, what it felt like. But whatever it is you want, whether it's the money or the homes or the cars or anything else, it's very hard to manifest that stuff if you don't feel as if you already have it. So if you have to walk through a neighborhood and be like immersed in that type of environment, like that's the house I want, or this is the vibe I wanna live in. I uh, recently went to Mexico to look at uh, the property we're building and it was like, oh my God, like being there in person and, and just right, like being on the Pacific Ocean and kind of feeling that and seeing the views and the sounds and just feet on the ground and experiencing that. It just made it so much more real. However, we had manifested that property for years of being clear about what it is that we wanted and continually working, when I say we, my wife and I, continually working on knowing that it was coming. And so this has been my process and it's, it, it is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. And if you're expecting overnight miracles, they can happen. 
But again, if you believe they can happen, because for instance, the only difference between a dollar and a million dollars is the belief of how long it takes to make each one. If you believe that you can make a million dollars tomorrow, you would make a million dollars tomorrow. But if you don't, if you think it's gonna take a long time to make a million dollars, it's gonna take a long time to make a million dollars. So I'm very realistic about, you know, like great things take time, great things require hard work, but be very careful of the words you speak because if you only believe good things can come to you from working hard, then you're gonna have to suffer every step of the way. So a couple mantras that I live by is everything is always working out for me. It's easier than I imagined. Everything I want is always on its way. And there's just so many more, so many others. So whatever mantra you want or affirmation, whatever you want to call it, you want to create for yourself, create those and use those on a daily basis. Like I don't attract drama into my life. And if I do, (laughs) I don't really acknowledge it because I know that if I put my focus there, I'm gonna get more of it. So anyways, um, those are the three laws that I wanna share with you here. Three energetic laws of money, if you will. So we talked about the law of attraction, the law of capacity, and the law of expectation. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next video. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.